Hello, this is Steve Harrison for Route 40 News with the weekly roundup for the week of August 6th. On the weekend of July 30th, an enormous amount of rain struck New Jersey and intensified an already contentious situation. The ongoing Army Corps of Engineers Dune project, which the city of Margate has fought against in court, had been suffering from a drainage problem, which the downpour made even worse, leaving behind 15 inches of stagnant water. Drainage issues had created a pool of standing water nicknamed Lake Margate, later changed to Lake Christie by residents, due to an ongoing feud between Christie and local government. Originally, Margate had argued in court that the Dunge project would lead to drainage problems, which is exactly what happened. However, Judge Renee Marie Bum dismissed those claims as fantastical and allowed the project to proceed. About 60 protesters gathered on July 30th to make their dissatisfaction known, chanting, Fix My Beach. And according to Amy S. Rosenberg of Philly.com, Army Corps spokesman Stephen Roschetti said that the corps is going to coordinate with the state to deploy pumps that would pump the water over the dunes. However, the Margate Dune Project was temporarily suspended by Atlantic County Superior Court Judge Julio Mendez on Thursday, saying that the situation was causing Margate irreparable harm. Mayor Michael Becker has stated that tests have shown the pooled water to be loaded with bacteria, and two lifeguards have been treated for infection and fever due to extended contact with the water. Judge Mendez gave the Army Corps of Engineers and the DEP eight days to work out a solution to the problem. New developments in the prescription fraud investigation as Lydia Cohen of Breaking AC reports that Margate, Ventnor, and Atlantic City were issued grand jury subpoenas Friday. The state grand jury subpoenas that were issued likely mean that alleged lower-level suspects in the case would be charged by the state and not by federal prosecutors. With both the insurance company's fraud detection units and the state oversight failing to prevent the fraud, it is mysterious how such a wide-scale scam was able to be perpetrated. A new tool to help combat the prescription opioid epidemic has been unveiled this past Thursday by the New Jersey Division of Consumer Affairs. The portal titled The Suspicious Activity Report has been launched, and according to the press release, it permits individuals to report suspicious activities such as the overprescribing of controlled substances, doctor shopping to stockpile drugs, or the circulation of forged or stolen prescriptions. To learn more about New Jersey's opioid epidemic, you can read Stephen Sterling's excellent piece, Welcome to Heroin Town, on NewJersey.com. NewJerseySpotlight.com reports that an appeal court on Monday upheld a decision that will allow a solar farm to be built on top of a capped landfill in the Pinelands National Preserve, even though the site had been permanently set aside as undeveloped open space. Originally, the DEP won approval for the project in 2010, but the decision was appealed by the environmental groups the Pinelands Preservation Alliance, New Jersey Conservation Foundation, and the New Jersey Environmental Lobby. This is an especially noteworthy decision due to its potential to impact the decision regarding the controversial gas pipeline currently in the second round of public arguments. Though it has cost the city $6 million, Atlantic City lawyers have reached an agreement about outstanding casino tax appeals. According to an announcement by Governor Chris Christie, the seven current and former casinos involved in the litigation will be covered by an $80 million bond ordinance that the city introduced last month. Speaking of Governor Christie, he recently made national headlines once again after he got into a confrontation with a Cubs fan he claims was heckling him. Brad Joseph, the fan in question, alleged that Christie bumped into him and asked if he wanted to do something or start something. Accompanying these headlines was a photo of Christie leaning down over Joseph in what appears to be an attempt to intimidate the man. Regardless of the circumstances that led to Christie's actions, it's not suitable for a governor of a state to attempt to intimidate or force a confrontation with a citizen. This fresh incident comes on the heels of the now infamous 4th of July beach photos. Currently polling at 15% approval rating, Christie continues to embarrass both himself and the state of New Jersey with his boorish behavior. That's it for this week. You can read all these stories and much more at our website, Route40.com. I'm Steve Harrison, and this has been your weekly news roundup.